This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Simone Zaziaris. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Friday the 14th of May. In your Squiz today, Crown's Sydney Casino takes a step closer to go live. Planning a return from India. Expanding the AFLW. And simply the best. This is your Squiz today. Starting with Crown Casino woes, though things are looking up, Kate, they're a step closer to being able to open their newly built Barangaroo Casino in Sydney, but the New South Wales Independent Liquor and Gaming Authority has made sure it won't be business as usual. It won't. What Crown and any others who want to operate a casino in New South Wales had to agree to is to bring in cashless gambling, stop bringing in international high rollers and get rid of indoor smoking. The focus, Simone, has really been on the cashlessness point, and that's because that aims to ensure organised crime doesn't infiltrate Crown's accounts. So they'll do that by introducing card technology linked to identity and a recognised financial institution. Yeah, of course, the reason Crown is in this predicament is because an inquiry found that serious claims of money laundering and links to criminal syndicates had legs. And if it ever wanted to hold a casino licence, it needed to overhaul its practices and management. Looks like they've satisfied those requests, but that's not the end of it for Crown. No, and we enter the woes again here for Crown, the New South Wales regulator has appointed what they're calling an independent monitor to keep an eye on them over the coming months before final approval is given for that Barangaroo Casino in Sydney. Also, they're still the subject of two royal commissions, one in Victoria and one in Western Australia. On top of all that, they could be up for sale. So there's a lot going on for Crown. While we're on the topic of companies in trouble from the umpires, we'll finish this one off with news that Australia's biggest telco, Telstra, was yesterday fined $50 million by the federal court after admitting to selling mobile phone products and plans to customers who didn't understand the terms and conditions and couldn't afford them. We've been talking about it, Kate. The latest today is that Israel's military has begun stationing troops at the border of the Gaza Strip as violence continues to escalate in the region. Yeah, things don't seem to be getting any better over there, and that's despite calls from the international community, including the US, for calm. Joe Biden confirmed this week he had spoken with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and said after that that whilst Israel had a right to defend itself, he has reason to believe that violent clashes with Palestinian militants Hamas will end quickly. Though, Simone, when you look at Netanyahu's comments, it's hard to see how. He said that Israel, and this is the quote, would continue acting to strike at the military capabilities of Hamas and other terrorist groups active in the Gaza Strip. Also reports, as you touched on, that Israel's military have begun stationing troops at the border of the Gaza Strip. The last time that happened en masse was during a two-month war back in 2014. Yeah, and there are also reports now of street violence in Israel between Jews and Israeli Arabs. That's seen a lot of people being arrested and many injured in the clashes. Since airstrikes started on Monday, at least 83 Palestinians, including 17 children, and seven Israelis have died. The travel ban on travel from India is due to be lifted tomorrow, Kate. So unless anything changes, that means repatriation flights will resume. And it also looks like those cricketers who are in India playing in the IPL could touch down on Sunday. 
Yeah, reports this morning, Simone, say cricket authorities are close to finalising a deal with the New South Wales government for the men to quarantine in Sydney rather than Howard Springs in the NT. As for everyone else, well, last week, Prime Minister Scott Morrison said the current ban on commercial flights between India and Australia will remain in place and be reviewed shortly. No real timeline on that. But as you say, repatriation flights into Darwin could resume tomorrow with one flight every seven to nine days. The hope is then that around a thousand of the 9,000 Aussies stranded in India will be home by the end of June. No doubt we'll be hearing more about the India border ban today. To the latest from Elon Musk, Kate, he can be a bit all over the shop. Mm-hmm. After announcing in March Tesla would be accepting Bitcoin as payment, he's now changed his mind. Yeah, and I think that's kind of Elon Musk's vibe, and I think it's working <laughs> yeah. for him, Simone. He's the world's second wealthiest person after all. This one is over concerns over the amount of fossil fuels that are used in the mining of Bitcoin. Musk pointed out when he tweeted that change that he's especially focused on coal. He says that has the worst emissions of any fuel. How Bitcoin uses so much energy is best simply explained by saying that to mine Bitcoin, a computer has to solve heaps of puzzles over and over and over again. So the more Bitcoin is in demand, the more computers required and the more energy that's used. Yeah, it's hard to believe, but a Cambridge study earlier this year said mining Bitcoin used as much energy as Argentina uses. As for the flow-on effect of Tesla's announcement, there's been a hit to the price of Bitcoin with the cryptocurrency losing 10% of its value yesterday. AFL boss Gillan McLaughlin yesterday announced plans to expand the Women's League, bringing the total number of teams from 14 to 18. If the plan goes ahead, Kate, it'll mean every existing AFL club will have an AFLW team. Yeah, that's the hope. So the clubs that don't currently have a team are Essendon, Hawthorne, Port Adelaide and the Sydney Swans. This announcement, though, paves the way for them to enter the competition in the 2022-23 season. So that's the season after next. Some, though, say that's not soon enough. Hawthorne President Jeff Kennett-Simone wants a team in from next season. When he found out that that wouldn't be possible, he didn't mince his words. He said he hasn't ruled out the club taking legal action against the AFL. Yeah, there are a few changes we don't have to wait for though, Kate. Next season's competition will feature a new layout. That'll mean it'll start in December and be increased to 10 rounds. That also means the final will be held in mid-March. All right, Kate, let's talk rock and roll. The Go-Go's Carol King, Todd Rudgren, Jay-Z, the Foo Fighters and Tina Turner are all set to enter the Hall of Fame. They are the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. To get in, artists must have released their first recording at least 25 years prior to the year of nomination and create music whose originality, impact and influence have changed the course of rock and roll. It's actually, Simone, the second induction for Dave Grohl, Tina Turner also and Carol King. I'm sure they'll take it nonetheless. And while we're talking about Tina Turner, there's a new docker about her life out on Foxtel or Binge. That's really worth a watch. Yeah, I'm going to give that one a go. I'm sure it's simply the best, Simone. (laughs) Squeeze the day. And looking to tomorrow, it's when the travel ban, like we said, on travellers coming from India to Australia is supposed to be lifted. It's also World Whiskey Day, Simone, something a bit different. It is. And on the weekend, it's also the anniversary of the death of Bob Hawke that happened two years ago on Sunday. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your weekend. And if you're looking for something to listen to, don't forget about our Squeeze Shortcuts. There's heaps of them. They don't get old. Give them a go. We'll be back on Monday. (laughs) 
We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit NordVPN. VPN.com forward slash squiz today.